Hey, I'm Claire. And I'm Janice. And this is The X-Files, a podcast about breakups, broken hearts, and moving on. We are breakup coaches here to help you beat your breakup, heal your broken heart, and move on to an amazing, abundant life. Awesome. Well, welcome everyone to the next episode of The X-Files, Breakups, Broken Hearts, Moving On. (laughs) You know where you're at. Um, today, welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. Today we are talking about one of the most common questions we get. Yep. Probably, mm-hmm. I not everyone deals with this, but when people deal with this, it's probably the first thing that they ask. Um, yeah, either it's Janice really or painful I. for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it, it's I'm really sorry. Painful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're gonna keep it real with you guys while also being like we care about you and yeah. your healing <laughs> and we want uh-huh. you to feel better, but right. we're gonna be a little real. Um, and so sure. with that lead in, what's mm-hmm. the question? The question is, why have they moved on so fast? Yeah, I thought we had a good relationship. We had a big breakup. They're already with someone new. What's yeah. that about? Yeah. You know, did I not mean anything? Uh, did they not care about me? Why am mm. I still hurting? And they're already with someone new. Yeah. All sorts of questions, I guess, can go through your head when you find out that your ex has moved on. It's quote, so unquote. true. Mm-hmm. So true. Cool. So yeah, as we were going into this episode, we started thinking about our own personal experiences. Yep. So what? Because, yeah, which we'll, we'll definitely get into. And I just want to say it was a really, really tricky one to prep for. Um, we do prep for these. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because first I thought, well, I, we should talk to people about how just because you're ex is with someone else you know it doesn't mean they've moved on what does it mean to move on they could be thinking this and trying to kind of explain your ex and then Mm -hmm. I thought well no we should just talk about no contact but people who are dealing with this need need more than that and so it deserves you know kind of a larger discussion and so then I got kind of overwhelmed with thinking what direction should we take with it at all And then I didn't work on it for about a day. And then I thought, well, let's just touch on everything. Let's talk on about the whole issue of your ex moving on, what it could potentially mean, ways to move forward and how not to be even motivated by what your ex is doing anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This was definitely something that was hard to prep for. Um, and this whole topic really revolves around mindset work. Mm -hmm. Um, we'll get into it, but I definitely believe that moving on has next to nothing to do with the person who is left, who has left (laughs) your ex. But um, regardless, this will trigger your ego to Mm. see an ex moving on, no matter how over them Mm -hmm. you felt beforehand. So just know that that is normal. But if, if you weren't feeling over them before they move on, that's, that's even bigger of an ego trip. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, when you're in an exclusive relationship, you want to think, you know, like I'm the special one to this person. And so, yeah, it can be a huge blow to your pride to realize that there was some with someone else and yeah I do I too I do totally get that yeah so um but also you know keep that in mind <laughs> if you're feeling this way say ego talking uh, 
that's my ego not necessarily that i'm missing out on such Mm -hmm. a great thing you know or necessarily that this Mm -hmm. new relationship is satisfying all the things that they wanted yeah you know Mm -hmm. you don't know how happy they are Um, or how happy the person who's with them is exactly yeah (laughs) bad relationships tend uh, you know often uh, carry over yeah but that's not exactly why we're here so (laughs) um I thought we would start with talking about what does it mean to move on Mm -hmm. so I think in the context of this question what we've gotten from listeners is that they ask because their ex is with someone else yeah All right. Yeah. So, and again, like I said before, I, I hesitate to get too much into this because I think in a healthy breakup, you must make the decision to stop being concerned almost at all with what your ex is doing, how they're yeah. behaving, who they're dating, and, you know, really kind of put this out of your mind, um, stop being motivated by that. But I do think for people who ask this, that perhaps it can be helpful to talk about what it means to move on, um, why people start dating after a relationship, why they start, maybe even start dating somewhat immediately. And that everyone does all these things for a different reason. And it doesn't mean that the relationship wasn't real. Yeah. 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 So let's get into it. Why do we date after a breakup? Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Even if you haven't fully healed from a relationship, you might really want to start getting out there um, speedily. (laughs) Yeah. So, and I, so I've done it both. As many people know, I'm still single after (laughs) two years and haven't really been that excited about dating. But in the past, I have started dating right away and enjoyed it, tried it out, waited a week, waited a month. You know, I've done it all. (laughs) But when I have done it, in the early days, say in the initial couple of months, I think that's kind of early, I'd say. Um, But I've done it for so many reasons and your ex probably has as well. So why have I dated soon after a breakup? All right, I thought it would help distract me from the pain. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Definitely that was a motivator, I'm just being honest. Um, Oh, this is also me being honest. I wanted to have sex with someone else other than my ex. Yeah. You know, like I wanted someone else to have been with me. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, I just want to try something Mm -hmm. new. Yeah. You know, Uh, when you're you're broken up, you can, and you're thinking, oh my God, the last person I was with was my ex. I don't know. There's something, there's something about that. And that has motivated me to date. So rip Mm -hmm. the bandaid off or... Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe, or just kind of really realizing that it's in the past. And yeah, in, into a new exactly. You're like closing that chapter. Yes, yeah, completely. Yeah. Um, so I was just simply excited about meeting someone new or the newness of dating. Yeah, I oh, I wanted to have fun just in general after being with someone who wasn't adventurous. Yeah, I'm a very I, I say kind of spontaneous, but very adventurous person. My ex was mm-hmm. not. I really just wanted to get out there and have some fun. Yeah. Um, I was excited about someone who I met while I was out and about. Mm-hmm. Also very social. So, yeah. Um, so this also happens to me. Um, I have just kind of like rushes of energy mm-hmm. about meeting people. And so I just went with it. 
you know, breakups yeah. are hard. And when you're in the sad stage, you kind of want to sit there. But then if you get this rush of energy, yeah, you might just want to say, oh, I'm feeling good. I'm going to run with it. Yeah. And like I said, I wanted to get my ex out of my system. And if I'm completely honest, I have dated soon after a breakup because I was simply bored. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And notice how none of them... I mean, the, there's the adventurous one, but I think that's more of a personal reason. Yeah. But um, none of them are like, I dated someone new because I was so glad to not be with my ex anymore or because they sucked, you know, mm-hmm. or because that relationship wasn't good. Or it was you know? meaningless or I didn't yeah. care about them. Absolutely exactly. not. In fact, some of these things were because I, I did care about them and I was having a hard time with the mm-hmm. breakup. Exactly. So yes to all of those. In my personal experience, only one time have I been aware of an ex like moving on, although I hesitate to call it that because it was he started hooking up with another one of his exes after me and he like told me about it because we were attempting to be friends um yeah how did that work out for you well it bothered me a little bit and he was surprised that it bothered me but this was you know he was a little bit out of touch um so (laughs) and I think mostly it bothered me because I still had some sort of like possessiveness over him Mm -hmm. um and he even said like it wasn't even about the sex. It was, it was more about having someone like for companionship in that way. Yeah. Um, more than anything. So it was very confusing. Um, and I was able to keep that intellectual mindset that it had nothing to do with me. And it was about him and his things, at least until I saw them walking together as I was driving home from work and I wasn't being yeah. creepy. That was like the way I drove home I from work. So <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah. And I he was like you. <laughs> very much a homebody. Like, so I, I had never seen him out of his house during the day before, you know? So yeah. it was totally unexpected. And that was a fucking visceral reaction. Yeah, it that felt would hurt. terrible. Um, and so if I recommend anything, it's to just not fucking look because I'm sure I probably would have felt similarly had I gone on social media and seen them posted together. Mm-hmm. That wasn't an option for me because he didn't have social media. So, <laughs> well, and I just want to always remind people that I think I've had successful breakups and that this also hasn't been something that's really come into play so much in my breakups because I swear to everyone who is listening that I do not look at my ex's social media I swear to you I believe it really really helps (laughs) yeah it really helps as Mm -hmm. someone who has gotten weak in the past and looked it 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 doesn't feel good (laughs) right yeah Yeah, we're gonna talk more about this yeah Mm -hmm. so if your ex isn't in a relationship with you anymore they kind of you know they get to have that Mm -hmm. option of going out and meeting new people and people date after a breakup for so many reasons and it's important that you not try to read too much into it um it's also important to start thinking about your next step forward rather than analyzing your ex's reactions yeah I didn't want to go into all these reasons too much in this episode but I just think people need to know that this is just what you do after a breakup and it's what your ex is 
perhaps going to do for yeah, whatever exactly. reason. Yeah. I mean, I've spoken to women before who, you know, have said like, I would be devastated if my mm-hmm. ex went out and found someone new right now. And they have like the wherewithal and self-reflection to be like, but if I went out and met someone new, I wouldn't think it meant anything about the relationship. And they're like, they, they understand that it wouldn't, you know, from them, they're in their head, they see their, their reasons for doing what they're doing. But if their ex went out and did the same thing, they'd be just horrified and gutted, you know? Mm -hmm. So, right. Yeah. Try to flip it, you know, and be like, if I was going out and seeing someone new right now, what would it mean? probably not not anything to do with the last relationship so yes yeah right so if you met someone you know next week and you got excited and you accepted the date and you enjoyed yourself Mm -hmm. would that mean that your last relationship meant nothing or that you didn't care about your last partner no no it would mean that you're moving on as well and that's awesome exactly yeah so you know flip it on its head see what it would look like if it was you doing it so if your ex is seeing someone new point is getting wrapped up in the story is like one of the fastest ways to just throw your power out of the window goodbye power yeah and if we're being brutally honest which we do it's also one of the worst things you can do to like present yourself in a positive light it just doesn't reflect very well on you Mm -hmm. um and getting caught up in the narrative around what why your ex is doing what they're doing it has some shitty consequences for your own healing yeah um, this is and, not good yeah. energy this is yeah. not the way that you want to appear to people exactly so what yeah. are the consequences all right if you tried to communicate to your ex about this how do you think that's going to make you look possibly a little needy and a little icky right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is not, no, just don't. Um, but people do. Oh my God. I have so seen it. In fact, <laughs> I've dated someone who, w- who dated me after his breakup mm-hmm. <laughs> and his ex, uh, someone saw us at a party together, told her she started getting in touch with him. And oh my God, I was just like, girl, what are you doing to yourself? Because <laughs> Oh man, yeah. it just, it's, it's gross. <laughs> all right. All right. Moving on. I think I, I think I drove that home. <laughs> yeah. If you communicate with your friends about this, which yeah, you totally should Yeah. talk to your friends about your breakup. But what I've seen is people get into the cycle of they've moved on. There was someone else. I didn't mean anything. How can they do this to me? How can it, you know, I'd be out of their mind so quickly and they keep, they, you get stuck in this narrative and this is i'm sad to say where it can get frustrating for other people you know yeah, because if it's you're a not repetitive to thing too yeah. like and you're not I, I think it's forward. totally natural to be like oh my god i like when you first say you find, find, find out, out. Yeah, yeah. someone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's okay like talk about it definitely yeah. but if it's just like you just can't get past it it can be frustrating for the people because you're not gonna you. probably find an answer to this question that no. you can fully accept and say oh that's why they've moved on great you don't get an answer that satisfies you and so instead what people can often do is just keep on cycling it through and mm-hmm. through and through and um yeah that that can get kind of tiring yeah and um speaking from personal experience here Um, I have had 
an ex and there were other things going on too, but who just couldn't leave me alone after the breakup. And when he saw Mm. I was dating someone new, you know, shortly afterwards, it wasn't that much time, but, um, you know, he immediately started accusing me of having been cheating on him and started spreading all this stuff around. Meanwhile, also Mm. begging for me back. And not only what did it look, make him look (laughs) needy and bad. It was also really scary for me to have someone be flip-flopping between I need you, I want you, and you're a terrible person who had to have been cheating on me to have moved on this fast, you know? Wow. Um, I hadn't thought about the cheating aspect of it. Interesting. Yeah. I think that that Mm -hmm. can be an, an assumption that if you like happen to start dating, you know, especially if it is really soon, which people do, um well I mean it's still good that the relationship ended I mean you still I don't think it's worth dwelling on all right yeah yeah but just just you know when you're looking when you're looking at like Mm -hmm. how things are going to be perceived if you're the person like right who is reaching out and being like how how could you have moved on Mm -hmm. it it not only can make you look needy and be frustrating to your friends, but it can also be scary for the person that you're communicating with. I mean, this is, I think something that a lot of very rational, healthy people do is because you just get so caught up in these crazy emotions and the heat of the moment when it has to do with someone that you've loved. And -hmm. you can really start doing things that you wouldn't do otherwise. I've had people ask me, why am I acting so crazy? And it's, it's like it's love. I don't know. <laughs> don't. I mean, really, really try to avoid. I mean, even finding out about this, but we'll talk yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. And also, if you replay this over and over in your mind, like you and your progress become the bottom of your list of priorities, and your self love can really go by the wayside. Yeah. And this is the time when you need to be focusing on you. You yeah. need to be building that self-love and, you know, building yourself up and, you know, continuing to work on that lifelong question of who am I? Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that said, I don't tend to like the term needy just sure. because we all have needs. And I just mm-hmm. want to clarify that just because you have needs doesn't mean you're needy. Um, and I feel like that term has been used by people to keep others in a space of not asking for what they want or need. It's like a derogatory term. Yeah. Like, okay. don't mm-hmm. ask because then you'll be needy. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's okay to have needs inside of a relationship, but your ex is not responsible for meeting those needs. And so I just wanted to make that distinction. Yeah, I think it's good. Um, I think some of these terms have been sort of co-opted yeah. as yeah, derogatory terms. I'm quite sensitive, for instance, to... Um, people calling others vulnerable, you know, especially Ah. when it has to do with, um, you know, unhealthy relationships or abuse or being taken advantage of that they'll, some, someone will say, oh, well, this person was quite vulnerable to that for this or that reason. And it's like, fuck that. This person targeted them. It doesn't mean that they were vulnerable. 
Yeah. And so they got caught up with a jerk. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know? I've had people say, well, if maybe if you hadn't been vulnerable, this or that wouldn't have happened. And it's like, it's like, what are I made romantic some, I relationships know. for? Yeah. If not yeah, to I maybe expose made... some vulnerability, mm-hmm. like that's what it's about. Your yes. trust is vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. It, people use it um, to say that someone like as a nice way to say that someone's weak. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, right. she was predisposed to being yes, a- yes. abused. Mm-hmm, it was like, mm-hmm. no, because she fuck was you. vulnerable she was nice. because of getting over a relationship or being a single mom or this or that or other things that made her being vulnerable. highly empathetic or, uh-huh. you know, right. like, yeah. No. And he targeted her because you know, she was an easy target. And I, I just, I don't buy it. But yeah. Yeah. I, really... I don't think you attract things to you. I think right. certain people put up with things for longer, mm-hmm. but it's not like, oh, the abusive people of the world will find me because I'm yes. empathetic. Like they have yes. a fucking radar. It's like, mm-hmm. no, they try their mm-hmm. bullshit on everyone. And I was the one who put up with it for a little longer than other people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. or that you you had chemistry with this person and so yeah. it was confusing whatever the reason but yeah just like the term needy um can be used uh yeah. derogatorily <laughs> language is so important right. so right. yeah <laughs> but yeah don't contact your ex if they're dating someone new regardless if it's needy or not it doesn't look good <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right um oh so let's get back into this Okay. I want to say again that it's worth repeating that if your ex has moved on, like we said before, it doesn't mean that the relationship wasn't real. It doesn't mean that it wasn't significant to both of you, right? It doesn't mean there wasn't love there. Yes. It just means that your ex is going to the next stage of their life. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, that you should as well. Yes. All right. So I'm going to skip so, the next yeah. part because we talked about that. All right. Um, so along those same lines of moving to your next stage of life, if you are still dwelling on this question, why has my ex moved on so quickly? Why are they already with someone new? It means that you aren't over your ex, like really that much at all. So it means that you're still highly connected to them and that's okay. It's totally okay. I mean, this is why we're doing this freaking podcast is because Mm -hmm. breakups are hard. Relationships are significant things that happen in people's life. It takes Mm -hmm. time to get over someone. God, I know it. But rather than focusing on them, it would really, really best serve you to take these thoughts and feelings as a sign that, you know, you're struggling and that you need to start more putting yourself first. Yeah. Yeah. And be more active in your recovery. And I know that this might surprise you and I don't want you to feel like you're slipping back into these patterns that you thought you were over, especially Mm -hmm. if it, you know, it's been longer and, you know, time is relative, whatever. Mm -hmm. But if you thought you were over your ex and it's like these feelings are coming up. Yeah after after time apart and you're like what the fuck I was like totally Mm -hmm. over him maybe you've even moved on and Mm -hmm. you're like this doesn't make any sense I don't want you to be like oh this means that I'm totally not over them it means that you still have some connection to them which is kind of normal and natural I mean especially if you're saying well was I not significant 
to them. They're already moving on. So it was significant to you. And if you're still being affected by knowing that there was someone else, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's very, very natural. That's, you know, it's all right, but (laughs) you know, let's shift the, let's shift shift the focus here. Yeah, exactly. And you can apply it to like other circumstances as well. Like not just dating, but you know, um, it's kind of like just being on the playground and someone else gets the toy, you know, it's natural that you're a little FOMO, a little jealous, you know? Yeah. Or maybe if your friend, uh, you know, a close friend, finds a new close friend I'm, I'm not sure that oh yeah like uh-huh. your best friend has two best friends <laughs> <laughs> that's hard so yeah. Yeah. yeah especially if maybe it's someone that you don't really know yeah, yeah. I, can, I mean so we have not even mentioned this so would you say Claire that wondering why has my ex moved on so quickly is we said it was ego but is it just is it jealousy you know, do you think that that could be maybe a, a little bit of jealousy? Could... Like, yeah. yeah. And like, you just have a little bit more possessiveness. Like mm-hmm. you're like, but he was mine. Um, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, to not feel anything, that would be a very severe, that would be a very high level of detachment. Yeah. yeah like detachment from someone who yeah. you were uh, in a relationship with. And so yeah. I, I mean, it, it's healthy even to have these, these feelings. Yeah. It means mm-hmm. that you actually made a good connection with that person. Yeah. Like, I think I would have been, um, bothered by like my high school boyfriends getting a new girlfriend, um, maybe like for a year after, but now, like, obviously I feel nothing. Like, I'm just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I also we're think so that- different. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to think how I would feel. You so, know. okay, something just came to mind is when I was living in, in Bali, um, so I had an ex that would stalk me on social media. All right. And he, and he created fake accounts, uh, the whole thing. Well, uh, and one day he started following me again from a new account. And so, and this was someone who I, even you can probably hear in my voice, definitely didn't want to get back together with. yeah. I wasn't really sure why I went out with them in the first place, but I um, love those ones. <laughs> um, yeah, really. I was not, I, like, I was not heartbroken. I yeah, I love, yeah. So, but I found out through the account that, um, he was dating someone new. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, we, he had, he had even said that he wanted to marry me and had have kids with me. Mm-hmm. So when I saw the pictures, it hurt honestly. And I, it was a very confusing feeling to me. And I I even called one of my friends and, you know, just told them about the whole thing about the account and seeing the photos. Mm -hmm. And I even said to her, I don't know why I'm feeling this way, but something about this just hurts. And I think this is why I don't do the social media after breakups thing. Something about seeing images of an ex with someone for me, that is, it can be painful. I, I still think today, people ask me if I go and look up my ex-husband's social media and I still haven't blocked on Facebook to this day. I've never gone looking uh-huh. and honest and people ask me why. And I honestly think that if I saw a picture of him, like with a new wife, it would still hurt. Yeah, really, I do. I, I yeah. think that would be painful to me. 
Yeah, because it contradicts that feeling of being like a singular special person I'm who's irreplaceable, sure. you know? Maybe I yeah, I and yeah. for me I've I've just stopped trying to explain it because anyone who listens know that I'm happily divorced. And yeah. but I just know this. And for yeah. it's just how I am. I don't know what yeah. I don't know. That's so interesting <laughs> because they're my God, this meet just made me think about when you're starting to date someone new Mm -hmm. and you see pictures of them with their ex or something and you're starting to date them and the feelings that come up in there, I think are really telling too, because there are people I've dated where I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, look, there he is with his ex. And it's just like felt nothing. And I'm like, yeah, I've pretty much, you know, I didn't know why I was dating that person too. So like, I think, you know, you can, you can do it in reverse and be like, oh, I do care about these pictures of them with their ex. So I am actually like kind of attached to this person. Yeah. Uh Right. And you wouldn't really want to look at too many pictures of your current partner with, with their ex. No, that wouldn't be fun fun to to do. Yeah. Like my boyfriend (laughs) right now, I don't want to think about him with like anyone else. Like, fuck no. Um, (laughs) right. So this is all normal, but again, we're saying so that these are things that Claire and I avoid doing and that you should as well. Yes. (laughs) All right. Cool. So Yeah. So I, you know, just know it's totally cool to be struggling with this. You don't have to make it mean this big thing, but you can still be active in releasing it and avoiding having this happen by Mm -hmm. not looking, not Mm -hmm. looking. So let's talk. Oh, so let's go ahead and take a break for our sponsor and we'll be right back. We have loved creating free and accessible healing resources for people around the world who are looking for support on their breakups, broken hearts, and moving on journeys. Each day, we receive DMs from many of you who have let us know the positive impact X-Files is making in your life. Our vision for the second year of our show is something that we both feel so completely We are looking forward to continuing to share useful resources each week, but also expanding our offerings to help people go more deeply with their healing and growth. Part of our vision is expanding the connection with our community. And to do that, we are thrilled to be launching the X-Files Patreon. Growing this aspect of our community will allow us to keep creating great content for everyone each week and also start developing even more healing resources and support. We would love for you to be part of the first group of the X-Files patrons. So head to the link in the show notes now to sign up for either the $5 or the $10 level. And we will both be looking forward to connecting with you very soon. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, Claire and I are laughing because during the break, we were talking about how ignorance is bliss. And back to my story yes. about, you know, I just, I don't, I don't want to know. And I wish that everyone knew that this is a very yeah. easy way to really just get this person out of your history and is exactly. just, just don't, don't know. Don't look. Just don't, 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 look. don't keep them around. Don't look. Um, <laughs> this, this well-known TikToker, her name is bun daddy on the app. So I don't know what her real name is, but, um, <laughs> but she made a TikTok about this. She said, you know, um, she's been lucky. She said it was lucky that 
none of her exes have had social media. And so she's able to be like single or dead. They're either single or dead. I don't care. I don't know anything more. I can make up exactly what has happened to them. They've been single or dead ever since we dated. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and it was, and it was just a, yeah, and miserable. You know, they totally I'm missed out. I don't necessarily wish that, necessarily wish that on yeah. all of my exes. May on, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm not, not all lie. of them. Yeah. Not all of them. No. Not all of them. No. Okay. Yeah. So pretend they don't have social media and just block and forget Mm -hmm. yes please everyone all right so as we said before the break the main reason why you're asking this question not even that you're asking but you're dwelling on it you know Mm -hmm. obviously you know people have asked us people have reached out to ask so it's because you haven't yet released the relationship so yeah why don't we talk about how to do that rather than dwelling on all of these whys and why do people date which as i said it was Mm -hmm. important to mention but how do you cope with this that's what we are here for is what action do you take to to not be in this headspace anymore so number Mm -hmm. one back to the basics if you're struggling with why your ex has moved on you're having too much contact with them you know too much Mm -hmm. if your breakup was emotionally charged don't keep track of what this person is doing like you know why why do you even know that they're dating again and i get that some people have like a similar friend group and this information just comes across your radar but i'm guessing that might not have been what happened because i think that's you know i think our friends can be tactful a lot of the time i I get it i come across this this question a lot is um you know my family keeps in touch with them or my friends keep in touch with them or yeah yeah or we have Uh, mutual facebook friends in common these are all excuses for not going no contact. Even yeah. if you have mutual friends, you can go no contact. You can ask your friends not to bring it up. There are yes. seriously, I there are ways you can ask even your friends. If it's a close friend, you can even ask your friend not to have contact for yeah. a time. And be right? honest and- with yourself. Are you starting mm-hmm. these conversations? Yeah. Are you like digging sure. for mm-hmm. information a little bit? Right. You know, like mm-hmm. you know what you're doing even if you're trying to be um like subtle with it yeah (laughs) yeah you're right you're (laughs) absolutely right so no matter what it okay and we're gonna do an episode on this but unless it's kids in common no matter how many friends you have in common you can still go no contact so yeah we're we're being real you guys we're being straightforward (laughs) and pets are hard i get it but they are Mm. okay don't worry yeah like yeah. i'll recognize you but they're not missing you and i hope that's not uh that is a, people, yeah that is a hard but... reality oh and we got to talk about pets um if yeah in yeah. fact if anyone's an expert on either the pet thing or the kid thing <laughs> we'd love yeah. to have you on um <laughs> so another hard truth about the pets is that pets are very resilient yeah. And many, many, many of them are very adaptable. And so, yes, it's going to hurt on your part a lot. Um, but um, the, the pet is going to be able to adapt. So Yes. And for moving forward into uh, relationships in the future, just, you know, have a plan in place. Whose pet is it? Um, like all of yeah. those things. And I have really it be a realistic fucking plan. Don't, you know, 
I mean, we'll talk about yeah, this some other I time. I really but. wish. Yeah. Oh, because I know that people get so excited about having animals and being in a relationship and wanting to share things. And I just, I really yeah. wish people wouldn't go there. Because, yeah. All right. <laughs> let's go on. <laughs> yeah. Have a plan. Um, just have a plan. Yeah. So, and then why, what, like we keep on saying, but we have it in our outline. So I'm going to drive it back home. Mm-hmm. All right. If, finding out that your ex is with someone new, knowing what they're doing. If this information is hurting you, why do you keep on looking? Why do you keep on allowing this information into your life? Yeah. So as podcasters who are talking about this and not currently going through it, we do Mm -hmm. realize that it can be very easy to say all of this because we're on the outside of your situation. Yeah, But I think it's important that if you can hear us tell you that it's not really logical what you're doing, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it may be able, we may be able to help you also stop it. So, and what are we saying? It's time for no contact. Yes. No contact. And I know when you're in a dark place, like it's so funny how our minds work that we're like, Mm -hmm. I'm feeling bad right now. Let me just, you know, spiral a little Mm. deeper and check his social media and Mm -hmm. go stalk Mm -hmm. his new girlfriend's social media and compare myself to her and get like a total inferiority complex going like, let's fucking go send it. Like, Mm -hmm. so, you know, I get it. Like, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. recognize you're, you're going into that downward spiral and cut it off. Like, you can stop yourself. You do not have to go to rock bottom. You can, mm-hmm. you can stop. So yes, absolutely. That's what this podcast is for. That's what our coaching is for. It is, it is possible. <laughs> I know that it doesn't yeah. seem like it because social media is quite a, a habit forming, but it, mm-hmm. it is entirely possible. All right. Yeah. So what about the fact that you want to stay friends? <laughs> You can probably hear the sarcasm. And I'm so sorry, everyone. I just see this leading to so much misery for people. So yeah, yeah, you want to stay friends. Okay. That is a really great concept. All right. Well, yeah, you might think it is. Many people think it is. I guess in general, friendship is good. (laughs) But in reality, how can you be friends with this person right now? Yeah. If you're seeing that they're dating someone new and this question is sticking in your mind, it's causing you pain, it's um, getting in the way of your healing, you're having really any reaction to it, um, you know, how how do you expect this friendship to go down? You know, mm-hmm. it, it, this also doesn't make sense. So, yes, if you do want to stay friends, you have to release the relationship first and once you release the relationship you release the charge around it yeah and then you can explore a friendship yeah we um so two days after this drops so come back in two days we have an (laughs) interview um and we we talk about this uh in that interview about like being friends after the breakup and it's like Mm. you were never even friends in the first place probably (laughs) you know like wait so yeah so so come back for that discussion um with brett from love fucking sucks Mm -hmm. because it's a a great interview (laughs) yay brett yeah Yeah, it it really is um yep and it's just true you're not you're not 
even being realistic. Yeah. And I know that if you are so concerned about being friends with someone that you're not cutting them out when you're trying to heal from the breakup, it really just means that you're not uh, over them. Yeah. Be honest with yourself. Like you don't have to tell us, you don't have to tell anyone else, but Mm -hmm. you know, the real reason why you want to be friends. Mm -hmm. And if, if the whole ex, the moving on thing is really bothering you, it's not likely because you actually just want to be friends with this person. You're just trying to keep some thread, some hope that they're still in your circle. They'll still see you. And one day they'll change their mind. And that is not what a friendship is built upon. That no, that just sounds no. like torture. Yeah, it well, it is. This this is some something that really, really causes people a lot of unhappiness. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know if we need to get into this too much, but mm-hmm. so what do we mean by no contact? So yeah. we did a very popular episode on this. I think it was our what? second episode. So I was gonna say two or yeah. three. Yeah. yeah, it's, All right, so it's gotten more down. hits than anything mm-hmm. else. Um, yep. Yeah. We, yeah, so scroll down. We've done an entire episode on this. Um, I want to just keep bringing it up, though. This is the, like, trendiest thing of, in breakup coaching right now, and it's just because mm-hmm. it works. And so I, w- I also want to be really clear that when I say no contact, I mean that you're not even friends on Facebook. I mean that the person doesn't have access to you. All right. It mm-hmm. doesn't mean that just that you're not reaching out, but also that they can't reach out to you. Yeah. Um, I would even say, yeah, that it means that this person, um, if they are talking to friends or family, that it's never, it's not getting back to you. I think that you need to be blocked or the, the person needs to be blocked. I, I know yeah. that people really struggle with the blocking thing. But, yeah. I, you know, for, for me, I would say that this is uh, like the, the highest level of commitment to no contact for, you know, the three month period would be that they have no way to reach out to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they don't get access to you anymore. And yeah. I, I know it's sad and I know it's hard, mm-hmm. but yeah, it, it's it is really, really powerful hard though. to do in the beginning and it does get easier and you'll probably be happier. And I said three months, uh, you know, it's different for everyone. Yeah. All right. So do you want to say anything else about no contact? Nope. All right, cool. <laughs> I just want to say that you should do it. So you um, should if you do it. are, <laughs> if you're struggling with why have they moved on so quickly, I am a big journaling person. And I think that um, you're asking this question because you're not putting your healing first and that you Mm -hmm. still have quite a charge around the relationship and that it's a really good opportunity to refocus on your healing. And I think that this can be a really good opportunity to use one of my favorite journal exercises, which is to write your breakup story. Mm. Uh, Oh, and then, so last week I did an episode on journaling and this is one prompt that I didn't share during that episode. So we're giving it to you now. Yay. So in the aftermath of a breakup, I think that sometimes, yeah, like I, I always say, there's things that you le- are left unsaid. I kind of struggle with um, feeling like they don't really see the reason that I see for the breakup, you know, if you know what mm-hmm. I mean, you know? Yeah. <laughs> right. So um, it can be really uh, powerful to write your own breakup story. So pen and paper time. The journal exercise goes like this. First, one. 
I'm angry that. Right. You could even say, dot, I, dot, dot. Uh, yeah, you could even say, I guess I'm angry that you're dating someone now. I suppose you could start out that way, but yeah. I'm guessing there might be other, other things you're not, not too thrilled about right now. So yeah. <laughs> I'm hurt because you're dating someone new. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's actually completely valid. All right. Yeah. Number three, what I wish you knew was all right. Yes. I love this. I deserve more because yeah, yeah, I'm moving on now because, all right. Did everyone hear that? Number five, I'm moving on now because, okay. My wish for you is number seven. My hope for me is all right. So these are just more exercises, more tips on our part to help you release the relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those are such good journal prompts. Oh my God. <laughs> so a few more words of wisdom. If you're hurt over your ex dating someone new, kind of like rapid fire, like, first of all, don't reach out to them for any reason. There yeah. is a workaround. Anything you think you need from them, there's mm-hmm. a different way to do it. So don't yeah. reach out to them. All right. Do. <laughs> um, no, <I> <laughs> All right. Number, number two. Do block them on social media so that you are not tempted to continue to keep up with what they're doing. No. Please. <laughs> yes. Number three, try to participate in healthy activities with your friends rather than dwelling on your breakup or what you found out about. Yeah. Distraction. I think, um, healthy distractions can be really healthy good with, um, yeah. with this, with this question. I, mm-hmm. I really, I really believe that. Um, all right. So do get support from a coach, counselor, online resource, etc. you know, even read articles, get some type of, of support and then mm-hmm. To figure out what you need to do to continue to move on. You know, this is going to look different for, for everyone. But the big mm-hmm. thing you need to realize is what, why am I being kind of stalled in my progress? What is it? And what do I need? And getting support um, mm-hmm. yep, can help with that, yeah. which is why you're here probably. So welcome. You know, you're, <laughs> you're doing some good things by listening. Yeah. <laughs> um, another thing you can do is work on thought work or the work. It comes by very many, many names, but I'll be sharing something by Byron Katie that you can use. Um, She calls it the work, Um, but you can also look at um, thought work by Brooke Castillo. There's self-coaching 101. Her book is quite helpful in this. So I don't know that. Okay. I'm writing that one. Yeah. Self-coaching 101. So (laughs) Um, basically like your happiness is created from within. It's not from external circumstances. It comes from your thoughts. So if you were thinking better thoughts that you believe that's key, you have to believe them. (laughs) Um, Or believe that you could believe them. Yeah. Believe that you're working on believing. Mm -hmm. Like I am learning how to come to terms with this. You know, that's like a bridge, a bridge thought. So yes. For instance, so, you know, when you're having this thought of like our relationship meant nothing, if he's moving on so soon, try the work by Byron Katie. So it's four questions. Number one, is it true? And if you still say yes, ask number two, 
what can I absolutely know that it's true? <laughs> and in that case, no, no, you can't. You cannot, right, even right. if you said yes to number one. So, well, and even if you asked them why they've moved on, yeah, and they told you, which obviously, no, never do that. No, but if you, if they told you, just like when we talk about with closure, if, yeah. <laughs> I know we're being kind of silly, but, um, <laughs> Just like with closure, if your partner, your ex-partner gave you a reason, even then you wouldn't know it's true. Yeah, you don't know it's true. And we're not There's trying no to like way. sow seeds of just like distrust in everyone around you. But <laughs> just know like you you come up with your own meaning. You get to right. choose what is meaningful to you. So, you know, and our, our language is imperfect. You cannot possibly sum up what is happening in someone's head. So even if they tell you yeah. something and it is true, there there's nuance to it. There's things you're missing. Mm-hmm. So is it true? Number two, can I absolutely know that it's true? And then number three, this is important. How do I react and what happens when I believe that thought? This is when you start to get insight. You're like, wow, mm-hmm. I feel totally insecure. I feel like uh, replaceable. I feel like I'm not special. Mm-hmm. And how do I act? What happens? Um, I lash out at my friends. I kind of self-punish myself. I binge eat food. I go mm-hmm. out and party yeah. too much, you know, mm-hmm. start like get real with yourself. Like, how is this thought affecting your life negatively? And then number four, who would I be without that thought? So this is huge yeah this is that's a good one I like this I would have more confidence Mm -hmm. I would believe that relationships last for the time that they last for a reason I believe that every relationship is special I believe that the the present doesn't have um doesn't negate the past like all of these different thoughts that make you more empowered more confident love yourself more all of these things so who would I be without that thought and as a second part of this one find a few flips of that thought yeah and and find specific examples of how each turnaround is true in your life so if we were to do an example of this it would be you know for instance, he shouldn't move on so soon. That's the root of our relationship meant nothing if he's moving on so soon mm-hmm. is that he shouldn't be moving on so soon. That's mm-hmm. the root thought. Yeah. Number one, is it true? No. He can move on whenever he wants. You're not together. Right. You know? So mm-hmm. number two, can I absolutely know it's true? Super duper no. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, number three, how do I react when what and what happens when I believe the thought that he should not move on so soon? I feel worthless and sad. I lack trust that anyone can care about me if that is true. Mm-hmm. Don't believe it when people say they love me. Mm-hmm. And then number four, who would I be without that thought? I would have peace with the past and have truth, uh, trust in future partners. And if you're going to turn it around, and this is an interesting thing that Byron Katie suggests is that you, you flip it. So you switch out he and I and the length of time and things like that. So instead you get, I shouldn't move on so soon. I shouldn't okay. wait so long to move on. Uh-huh. He should be moving on. Mm-hmm. And 
for each of these come up for with reasons why they're true and it's not to like make you feel terrible about yourself or that these three flips are actually what you should be doing but it's just telling your brain hey there's other options here that one black and white polar um like should shouldn't Mm-hmm. qualification like that's not true because look the flip of it is also true in some circumstances and so it just can help you gain some perspective and really just break free of that cool I, I like this a lot I wasn't familiar with this before and I think this is a perfect suggestion for someone who's struggling with this yeah awesome. nice work coach Claire thanks I read a book <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> all right. Um, well, wonderful. Um, I, you know what? Please remind me. I want to include a link, um, some t- okay. sort of link to this or something. Okay. All right. Well, so what it comes down to is it, this is time for you to do you. It's time for you to commit to your healing. It's a sign that you need to continue to work on releasing the relationship. And we're totally rooting for you to do all of that. And yeah, and I definitely, you know, I know that you can. Yeah. So you totally hope this can. helped. Yay. Right. So it's time for breakup ballads toxic or empowering okay so it was my turn to choose this song for today and I I mean it was kind of quick so I thought all right so should I pick a song about you know someone who's um struggling with this you know Mm -hmm. and so I thought it would kind of be a song sort of about a scorned ex almost if there was a song yeah. about this and yeah. immediately hello Alanis Morissette you ought to know yeah <laughs> I, it, it was just perfectly. no it, there, it, was, it was as soon as it came to mind which was immediate I was just like we've got to do this yeah I mean it is one of the most famous songs by an ex about an ex and definitely Mm -hmm. the most famous one about knowing that your ex has moved on yeah I think in that specific aspect (laughs) yeah yeah. that is very specific but (laughs) there are songs written about it anyway um so and as I was telling you before we were we were recording when Alanis Morissette came onto the scene oh man she just blew my mind I couldn't believe you know as a as a young Mormon girl that women were like writing about this shit and yeah I don't know it, it's it, it's very r-rated for a mormon, oh, mormon child well, but it was yeah, this song was everywhere there was no yeah. avoiding jagged yeah. little pill uh-huh. there, you know there's no there's no way around it i mean this was still probably in the days of radio um but yeah, yeah. the entire album just uh I I still love it to this day. I think she's very talented. All right. So we are going to analyze You Oughta Know. You Oughta Know. (laughs) We won't sing it to you. No, it's going to be in my head though. Okay. So once I went to um, put all of the lyrics in here, we did realize that it's a a little on the long side if you think about it. So we're not going to read every every bit, but we're going to read some of the big bits. (laughs) (laughs) okay so it starts out (laughs) oh my god i'm gonna laugh okay oh my god okay yeah 
I don't, I don't even know. <gasps> oh my God. You're blushing because I'm going to laugh because I want to sing it, but I, I don't want to sing it. Okay. It's I just want- like, <laughs> because, uh, who is not going to, I mean, everyone knows this. Okay. I want you to know that I'm happy for you. I wish nothing but the best for you both. All right. She she goes on. (laughs) She goes on. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, she does. An older version of me is she perverted like me. Would she go down on you in a theater? Does she speak eloquently? And would she have your baby? I'm sure she'd make a really excellent mother seems very sarcastic yeah so all right so let's just cut in (laughs) for starters what stands out to me as a breakup coach is that she is full on comparing herself to this other person oh yeah yeah and so that's just clearly the opposite of what you want to do even if you found out about this you would you would really want to just stop it in its tracks as far as Mm -hmm. the thought roller coaster goes and not start wondering if she's you know as good in bed or as perverted <laughs> or, yeah, yeah you, you wouldn't really want to be comparing yourself to I mean really anyone but especially your ex's new partner yeah and I think this is common because you get like there's that cliche of like they have a type and you're like oh she looks just like me like sure. oh. yeah. you know yeah. um yeah and I, I, and what I think also, yeah, people do wonder this about, you know, sex and thinking about your ex having sex with someone new is, uh, I, I would assume a very painful thing to do. Yeah. So while I think it's a good song, I don't think that that's a good message. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> or a good now idea. that we brought it up, don't yeah. think about it. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So another, another thing. Um, another line that she says in the song is, and every time you speak her name, does she know how you told me you told me until you died, till you died, but you're still alive. Ooh, I feel yeah. like this is like one of the most famous. Well, I mean, it's the bridge. So it's huh. like, it's the lead up to the most famous line, mm-hmm. but I just, you know, the promises we make in relationships um, we did talk about this in the interview with Brett in two days as well, but yeah, you're right. be honest and true and come from the heart in the moment, but people change their minds. People change their minds and mm-hmm. you know, it, it's hard to wrap your head around and your heart, honestly, around that paradox that someone told you that they'd be with you until they died. And now they're with yeah. someone new. That's hard. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. hard. I, mean, I can feel it. I can feel it. I, I, I know that. I really, really understand. That yeah. That is a hard thing to grapple with. And you've probably been with someone that you said you'd love forever mm. that you are no longer with mm-hmm. and, yeah. you know, and are kind of glad. Yeah. It happens. You know? yeah. yeah. There's someone I think in your one life. thing. Yeah. W- one thing that we want to kind of get through. Um, with this podcast is that dating is fun relationships are fun and you're mean you're meant to do it with multiple people and when you can get to the point where you realize that um you can actually bring a lot of joy and happiness and you know excitement into your life but you mm-hmm. will say these things yeah you meant them they meant them all right do you want to read the next stanza uh 
so we got to read the chorus. We got to read the chorus. Yeah. Okay, we're not going to read it every time, but okay, the you do says, the chorus. I'll do the next okay. line because I have a note awesome. on the next line. Yeah. All right. So again, try very hard not to sing. It, it's so weird to read it instead Here of sing it. To remind, to remind you, you of the mess, mess you left when you went, went away. It's not That's fair. To deny, deny me, me of the crust <laughs> I bear that, that you gave, gave to, me. to me. You, 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 I don't know. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's allowed, right? Are we allowed to sing it? I know we oh, can't Oh, yeah, we're it, allowed but, to right. sing it. I just don't know if people want to hear that. But right, well, oh, we're I'll sorry. It, but I yeah, cannot we're... resist. I'm not going to say the words to the And I'm here famous... to remind you of the mess you <laughs> left when you went away. <laughs> it is not fair to deny me of the cross I bear that you gave to me. You, you, you. Ought to know. Ought to know. <laughs> All right. What do you think of the chorus? I mean, yeah, it's kind of, uh, it's, it's, I, it's interesting because it's talking about um, that he has a responsibility for what he's created in his absence. Um and that's kind of the thing with breakups is you're not responsible for that mm-hmm. person anymore. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, it's interesting because it's almost like he had less culpability before the breakup when he did have responsibility for her. Mm-hmm. And now that he's left, she's like, dude, you got to pay some like emotional support to me. Right. Here. You know, yeah. you've Look done a I'm bad thing through. to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And that that's just not the case. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. The next line is that is that what you wanted to say about that? Or? Yep. Okay. Cool. All good. All right. So the next line: You seem very well. Things look peaceful. I'm not quite as well. I thought you should know. Um, moving on can be an avoidance tactic. Like we don't know what's going through this guy's head. Mm-hmm. Um, but here she doesn't want him to be able to pretend it never happened and that the consequences were real. And she kind of sees yeah. it as like, you're just off swanning around pretending that like it never existed between us. But hey, like, I need you to know I'm still here dealing with the heartache. Yeah. And, and this is off with your new person. Oh, and this is a really common instinct during some breakups is when you are, have been hurt, you want the other person to suffer for that or to feel bad that they hurt you, Mm -hmm. which, yeah, I would say that that boils down to human nature, you know, so that I think that that's natural, but it's extremely unhealthy. (laughs) Yeah. It's not helping you. No. You know, like eye for an eye makes the whole bl- world blind, right? Like, yeah. it's not helping you. So, yeah. I mean, you really uh, think you're going to get to the place where you feel like you've enacted enough revenge on your ex? Yeah. Like, who I you mean, thought you loved, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, is it really helping? Yeah. Um, not a very positive way forward, if you ask no, me. No, no. <laughs> All right, go on. So, do you want to read the next one? Or, I, I mean, I have things to say about it, but... Do you want to read it? You can say it. (laughs) Okay. All right. It was a slap in the face. How quickly I was replaced. And are you thinking of me when you fuck her? 
Oh, I love this one. It's so toxic. But um, we've all had this thought, I think, maybe once. Um, you know, just ask yourself if you think of your exes when you're sleeping with someone new. Mm-hmm. You know, are you like laying there thinking about your ex? Like that's that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, and and if you did, if you have, ask yourself what meaning you assigned to it yourself. Mm-hmm. Were you, you know, were you a terrible person for like having a momentary thought of an ex, like when you're physically with someone new, you know? Um just get curious. Don't beat yourself up. I think the the idea here is to understand that, um, you know, we our, our brains just bring things up for like random reasons and stuff. So there's that. Well, but sometimes well, we excuse our own behavior while condemning others for doing the same thing. So, you know, she's hoping or wondering if he thinks of her when he's fucking his new girl. But do you think uh, that she yeah. wants him to be? I mean, like, why is she even asking I think this? So. You think? Yeah, yeah. I, I think, think so. She wants it to drive mm-hmm. him crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. She's like, "Oh, you replaced me so fast, but you're not actually free of me. Yeah. I'm gonna pop into your head in those most intimate moments when you're mm-hmm. with this new person." Yeah. So you should be suffering still of the co- of what you did and the consequences yeah. and the fallout. And you should also not be enjoying sex with your new partner because yeah, be you should be suffering so much that you're being haunted. Uh, by me during this during yeah yeah you can't even enjoy the sex man like great decision making (laughs) probably especially Uh, uh, okay oh boy do we know who this is about oh there has been so much speculation oh my god give it a goog people have all of these theories she said that it was you know none of the main none of the main theories that people throw around um i okay so i guess there's no way for me not to say this but so apparently she dated david coulier for a short time right before this and he was quite famous um he's a canadian uh comic Mm -hmm. and so he was on full house so uh-huh. that's not do you know who he is no but i know what full house is okay so he played the uncle on full house who's a stand-up comic and so they had dated around this time uh, so people um associated the two of them together but yeah. um apparently she says absolutely not like they just dated for a short time yeah um, this yeah. is a lot deeper than a yeah. short-term <laughs> and relationship. hilariously so um some people are going to hate me for mentioning this show, but um, How I Met Your Mother did an, a whole Robin. episode where Robin in her past was a teen pop star. Yeah. And she wrote a song about one of her exes and they, and back in Canada, they created a documentary about who the song was really about. My God, I they had all of these Canadian stars come in and saying it wasn't me. And one of them was David Coulier. <laughs> and he comes in and he says, it wasn't me. Why does everyone say it was me? It's <laughs> really cool. I highly recommend the episode. I'll try and find it for you. Oh, my God. Um, but yeah, I we don't it. know as far as I'm aware uh, that we don't know for sure who she was singing to. So I she's mean, not Taylor good. Swift. She doesn't. Well, know. Taylor Swift doesn't ever say she has ha- oh she's she never has. confirmed anything people just like 
you know, really piece it together. Um, well, yeah, but, I mean, she's kind of specific in some of her songs. All yeah, right, well, some of them. Dear John. Yeah. Well, we're not here. To, oh, Taylor Swift comes up a lot, a lot in our pop culture stuff, but I we're am, not here. Yeah, um, that's right. So <laughs> let's go on with uh, you. I don't know the next lyrics that we've chosen because the joke that you laid in the bed that was me, and I'm not gonna fade as soon as you close your eyes, and you know it. And every time I scratch my nails down someone else's back, I hope you feel it. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, uh, my take is that it's really not healthy. These revenge fantasies are not really what you want to be dwelling on after a breakup. It is not very good energy. It's really not very sexy. It's not empowering. And yeah, not not healthy. So it's yeah. toxic. I, you know, I can see how in the stages of grief, anger is more empowering than just devastation, you know? And so yeah. I think she's at the like, fuck you stage. Yeah. yeah. Um, Which I, you know, I actually do but think. But it's not can, good. <laughs> I, I think that anger can be powerful in the aftermath of a breakup. I think it can prevent you from reaching out. I think that it helps you to own the situation. I think that if you were, if you feel like you were mistreated, that you, it's good to be angry absolutely um mm -hmm. i think this might be perhaps taking it a little far but we don't know mm -hmm. how long she dwelt on these thoughts so yeah and also like it, yeah it just might not even be about anyone in particular um so <laughs> well i'm, be a really uh, good I'm speaking kind of a little hypothetically yeah it, the, <laughs> we don't know what was behind the thoughts of the person who's seeing yeah. this in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm just going to have an English major moment. I like the contrast of using scratch my nails down someone's back because that can be like a good sexy thing. Yes. But also it's, you know, you're damaging someone's back and that like has a parallel to like whipping someone. Mm -hmm. So it's mm -hmm. like a punishment yeah. thing, but also, um, you know, you can, you can self-flagellate. And mm -hmm. so like having thoughts oh, yeah. of her is kind of like him doing it to himself and him punishing himself. So uh, there's just like really cool. Um, Yo, no, she was a brilliant songwriter. I think that the song is good and the lyrics are very creative. And I also love how this, it goes back to the imagery of her carrying a cross. Oh, huh. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah. so Which good. she also thinks he should be taking the weight of. Mm -hmm. <sighs> so it is very clever for sure. Yes. Oh my God. That's good. <laughs> so many. I mean, we don't have to go into it because it's not relationship stuff, but <laughs> no, it, it's good writing. I, I, yeah. I think, I think yeah. it's not good messages to send to, you know, women who are suffering from a breakup, but yeah but oh well <laughs> yeah I mean but yeah yeah I mean like we said it is good to get angry if you are if you feel mistreated yeah get angry but I would definitely say at least don't act on these on these things no so. yeah yeah uh -huh. <laughs> so what um is your vote Claire so you ought to know toxic or empowering oh it's definitely toxic, but it's also empowering. But I think we're we're going more toxic. Yeah, 
Um, yeah. I think when we, because it's, it it's, yeah, it's not yeah. really helping you long-term. Yeah. It's going to help you in the short term to just be angry, but it's not going to, it's not helping this woman heal. No. And also just the fact that there's all the, these comparisons between her and the new yeah. woman. Yeah. I'm going to vote for toxic. Toxic. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> all right. Well, we hope that you enjoyed this edition of breakup ballads toxic or empowering if you Mm -hmm. can let us know what song you would like us to analyze we likely will and yeah we're gonna wrap it up for this episode why have they moved on so fast but before we do (laughs) but before we do we just want to remind everyone to mark their calendars for may 4th 12 p.m mountain standard time claire and i are going to be doing some live coaching in our facebook group breakups broken hearts and moving on so yes we'll see you there and we'll see you next week awesome bye guys thanks for listening to x files a podcast about breakups broken hearts and moving on if you like this episode tag us on your instagram story so we can connect with you and you can find me claire on instagram at claire lotas and me, Janice, on Instagram at Janice Formicella. If you'd like to join our online community, find us on Facebook at Breakups, Broken Hearts, and Moving On. And here's a preview of our next episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's so important to have a partner that you know, along for the journey and support you growing. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I mean, fucking life is hard. Like growing's hard and evolving is hard. And (laughs) if you have someone that's constantly getting in your way of doing that, it obviously causes friction. Totally. I can't even believe when I hear people say that their partners like aren't supportive of of either their job or their friends or their family. Yeah. Just doesn't make sense to me. Um, Also, that's your next company name is Life is Hard. Um, To like go with Life is Love fucking sucks and Life is Hard. Love fucking sucks and Life is Hard. (laughs) So (laughs) not pessimistic at all.